Oh me, oh my. Internet, internet. We're one episode away from episode 50. So what does that mean, kids? If you do your math, we're at episode 49. I'm Wes Gardner, Kami to Hobo. Welcome. It's been a week or so. Um, about two weeks, in fact. Hope you guys are doing well out there in internet land. If you're watching on YouTube, we thank you so much. But you can find us everywhere. You know, iTunes and and in and, and YouTube and Stitcher and Google Play Store and a bunch of other places. Farmers only because Farmers that's actually only. a thing now. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it. Uh, <laughs> Christian Mingle. Um, Damn yeah, it! Now we gotta the, set up another one. <laughs> all the hot hits. Oh, they'll love that. Ashley Madison. No. Wasn't that a a deal just made by some duder to bot other lonely guys into, like, giving money? (laughs) Is that – I think think it was. I think the guy, like, they figured it out and they tried to do a a lawsuit against him or, like, a class action lawsuit. And then the judge was like, you're trying to do a – class action lawsuit because you're a lonely guy that can't like no you deserve mm-hmm. to get swindled and <laughs> to, like just lighten up <laughs> and of mm-hmm. course all the people on that like uh, on all those sites where it's like I'm 21 and I just learned how to drink tea hee and I look like some weird Russian supermodel but I don't know my way around Oregon and you're like this person does not fucking exist I guarantee it <laughs> Like, you have to have that realization one day that if you have your phone alerts and an ad comes up and it says, like, sexy singles near you, you're (laughs) probably, you are probably the sexy single. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? That's what, that's, there's one and it's you. And congrats. Now they know. I'm getting those messages and then I realize I'm not the sexy single. So. Yeah, you'll get double the messages, like uh, yeah, sexy single and then super sexy single. Yeah, and you're just like, what do, what do we do? Like, I, I know I'm neither <laughs> one of these, and I'm not throwing money at this. No, yeah, it's not no a way. thing. Not I'm not going to pay you just so I can send messages to fake people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we're joined by Mr. Nerd in the Bay, Marco Flores. Hello. Hello. Doing the dirty deeds on YouTube. Doing the dirty, dirty. Yeah, man. The dirty. Makes you take a shower after you go to those Facebook posts. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we'll talk about that going into the deep, like the gray market area of YouTube uh, <laughs> conversations. Um, so how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Doing well. Yes, yeah. sir. Good Celebrating deal. 800 and trying to yeah, man. get to nine. Your flight, you're going to, here's the thing, I'm at 988 subscribers on my YouTube. You're going to hit 1,000 before me. I know for a fact it's going to happen. No, man. I'll be like six I, away, <laughs> I'll keep creeping, and then here comes Marco just like bamboozling, just <laughs> bulldozing the door down. Santino walking past you or something? Yeah, he's just going to mer mer and like just drive by me. And, I'm like, what? <laughs> oh. and we're joined by Moriarty. How are you? Um, I'm okay. You're, you're here. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm here. <laughs> no, I woke up with a headache. I still have that headache. It has not oh. gone away no matter what I've tried. Yeah. Mm. It sucks. <laughs> is that like migraine or is it more No, it's just... not migraine status. It's just headache. It's just an annoying oh, okay. headache. Yeah. Yeah. 
Other than that, I'm okay. That's good. At least it's not like flu or anything. Oh, thank that's, God, no. That's no, still I, I have to get my flu shot because I work in a medical facility. Oh, yeah. And it beats wearing a mask that fogs up my glasses every day, so... I had that picture whenever I had to go in and get all my prescriptions. I had that big old face mask. Like, mm-hmm. I walk in, I, I, like, walk in, shuffle in, and my wife's with me, you know, God bless her, she drove me. And then, mm-hmm. uh, like, walk in, and they're like, how can we help you, sir? I'm like, uh, I think I have the flu. And they're like, put on this mask. And they, like, hand it to me, like a quarantine, <laughs> like, just gl- gl- glance it over. Then mm-hmm. I put it on. And I was like, I feel like I'm in a, a Clive Owen action movie, and we're about to, like, <laughs> rob a bank. <laughs> I'm like an extra on Inside Man. And You're about to catch a flight to Japan, <laughs> right? I'm gonna be in the second role at a new Japan show. Fairies, so nope. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> by the by, the time the 14 weeks is up, I'll be uh, pretty cured. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we got Mr. Todd EVF. How are you, sir? I've been busy. <laughs> yeah, very busy. Good. Yeah, man. Oh shit. <laughs> the new Twitch channel is just there's there's a lot that goes into it. It's yeah. it's not even funny. Like the the single amount of like we we hit our requirements. <clears throat> we hit two of the three requirements for affiliate status. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> all, all we need is the follows now, which is great. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I when when the affiliate thing happened, I said these requirements are way too low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they legitimately are. We uh, on the channel, we've done, I think, something like sixty hours of content already yeah. since already? the launch. Yeah. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, we ran the uh, the gimmick bag marathon, which was oh, like thirty yeah. something oh, hours. That's yeah. That's and true. All and that counts as yeah. streamed hours. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. So recorded content because it now has to premiere. Yeah counts as a stream if you run a vod or reruns as they call it now it mm-hmm. counts as a stream so all that gets thrown in with your streamed hours and it's like mm-hmm. um other than that i mean we did uh me and maury did um takeover and royal rumble live reaction on twitch yep. mm-hmm. oh awesome. which which was fun it's something we're mm-hmm. going to be doing on the channel it's going to be a lot idea. of fun um you know so i mean there's that it's just all the new graphics, all the, you know, trying to manage the the new Facebook page as well. Because, I mean, it's just – it's not the dirty, dirty groups, mind you. But it's just <laughs> – Oh, we'll get into those. We'll get you going. <laughs> I know. That's that's coming. <laughs> but, no, I mean just um, setting up the uh, Precipice Podcast Network uh, fan page and getting that all set up and, you know, kind of sprinkling in things here and there. It's Ooh. just – it's fun. It, it's interesting. And – um I mean, I know, I know it's something that uh, that I've wanted to do for quite quite some time, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> I know as of right now, announced we have two podcasts on the uh, on the network. Yeah. Um, I know there's a third, which uh, I'm not sure if we'll be announcing that tonight or not, but um, but that's but that's another thing that'll uh, be very interesting and. and mm-hmm. I mean, everything. Everything's kind of set up, ready to go for for that announcement. So it's just, it's wonderful. It really is, and um, it would give a, another nice little place for for some people to catch yeah. a podcast they they may or may not know. So yeah. cool, yeah. It's called the XFL. 
yeah, it's yeah. not. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> I, a, I refer, I refer to it as the Blue Justice podcast, yeah, of the Precipice <laughs> Podcast Network. That's what I refer to it as. It's the okay. he hate me of the Precipice <laughs> Network. Uh, <laughs> that, that's the only guy I remember from XFL. That that that's guy. the only guy. Like, there has the to only, be somebody else. The only guy I remember, uh, however, the only team I remember are the New York, New Jersey Hitmen. Yeah, that's right. Which is kind of, isn't that a little, like, not racist isn't the right word, but isn't that a little, like... On the the, nose? Yeah. Yeah, like, (laughs) here are the New York pasta chefs, and they're like, hey! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, here's Mr. Cannoli's uh, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, fuck. It says a Vince McMahon joint. (laughs) And a star quarterback... Tony Bagels Maritano. <laughs> Mickey Mambazzo. And he's like, hey, what are we doing here? Hey. It's like, oh, turns man. into a, a Don Rickles bit. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not excited about the new XFL. Um, but, I mean, I mean, at least something got acknowledged. Three hours is far too much time for things. That made me burst. I laughed out. I spit out my drink. When he was like, you know, three hours is a lot. Of, we can't expect anyone to sit down for three whole hours. Really? And I was like, I was like looking around, like, is he high right now? Like, your entire business deals with a three-hour show on Monday nights. I'm, I'm convinced. Like, I don't think Vince has dementia. I don't think. I'm not saying that. But he's getting own- there, though. Just a little sleepy, like a little, little bit. Little little bits are coming out. Like, what do I do? Oh yeah, the wrestling thing. Oh sure. Like, he he's very much. He he definitely has more than one basket now. But uh, he's yeah. not the young spry Vince McMahon that we all know from you know thirty years ago. So I mean, with the XFL back, do we think that the World Bodybuilding Federation is going to be coming back too? God, I hope so. There was. <laughs> We were talking about card magic earlier. There was a magician, and he had a fucking he had a little bow tie. He dude was pretty much butt naked except for this little bow tie and like a little speedo. And he would come out with a baton, and he's like, doo, 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 and it was like a little twirler thing. But then like sparks would shoot out of it, and I was like, da 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 da. And this is a grown ass man, and he like he's like three hundred and fifty five pounds of muscle. And he has like this oh, okay. buffant coiffed haircut. He was one of the bodybuilders. I was like, who's this guy? And then someone else comes out dressed like a Mad Max character. And then I was like, I don't. You're trying to put personality on people and on a thing that has no personality. Like the whole, the whole, yeah, that's all it was. And then they that's would do like they they would do like the 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 best in show poses and stuff. And like blah blah blah. And then they leave. Like, they'd go away. <laughs> so it was. It was all an entrance. And, like, rock music would play. I was like, this is kind of shitty. Like, this is a little not this very good. This is the worst male review I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> this isn't the Lawrence Welk show. And then, like, change the channel. Like, oh. <laughs> QVC's really dropped the ball lately. I don't understand this at all. <laughs> oh, man. See, that'd be a good gimmick. Be someone who's constantly watching the wrong thing or like expecting <laughs> yeah. something else. These <laughs> lifetime films just I don't I don't get it anymore. They're really pushing the envelope here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Whoa. 
<laughs> Those head writers for the Hallmark Channel really got something here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't believe they're showing all this this violence. Like you're you're watching <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> just like no, no, this is the Hallmark Channel. They don't have Game so, of Thrones. Like, no, no. I know Game a, of Thrones if I saw Game of Thrones. This is that Candace girl from Full House. She's basically in every one of those movies. By the way, yeah, if you is. watch, if you yeah. watch Lifetime or Hallmark, she's in all yeah. of them. And yeah. she always plays the kind of the same character. She's she's the girl that like I'm a dentist and I moved to Vermont and my old ex boyfriend lives here. You know, but we we might rekindle that flame. But no, <laughs> now I got another call from New York City and I should go to the big city. So do I pick the big city or my one true love? Hmm. And it's always a true love. Here's a spoiler. It's all the same ending as well. I guess I'll, you know what? We could just go visit New York. <laughs> even even the one that's like a murder mystery, like the entire time. <laughs> and it mm. ends that same fucking way. My favorite one. I'm going to go off on a tirade about this. My favorite <laughs> Lifetime movie. I need to remember what it was called. Someone can Google it. We might Google it right now. It was about a high school kid, a high school boy, and he gets addicted to pornography. And it is the most written by a 70-year-old woman that you could possibly imagine. Because he's a swimmer. He's a swimmer in high school. And he, uh, you know, he's doing great. He's on his way to nationals. He's doing awesome. But then he discovers, he discovers, I kid you not... A Sears catalog. The old school Sears catalog with the lingerie stuff, right? So this is what I mean. This was written by a 70-year-old woman and what they think pornography is. So he starts, like, sneaking peeks at the Sears catalog, right? And, like, his grades start going down. Is it that? He he stays up too late. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's the one. And Okay. So let me draw out this story. You can read the Wikipedia. It probably says it better. But here's the deal. I'll tell you what I remember. So, like, he starts peeping at the Sears catalog, right? And seeing all the lingerie ladies. And then he starts staying up late. He starts drinking Red Bull. Like, this is his downward spiral, right? <laughs> he, 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 was a, he was a good boy. But then he was tainted by those nasty the witches in the, in the Sears catalog. And then he, uh, yeah, he starts staying up late. And, like, late for him is, like, 1130 at night. So he stays up until 1130. And then, you know, he wakes up and he's all like bags under his eyes and stuff. And this just keeps continuing, right? Like, I'm not getting a lot of sleep. So he gets to nationals, right? He gets to nationals on his swim team and he comes in third in nationals. Oh, no. no. His family's so upset. They're so (laughs) mad at him. They're like, Jimmy, you could have. This is a huge embarrassment, Jimmy. And I'm like, what the? F- he got third in national. Like, I I lost it. Oh my god! Like, it reminded me of you. You guys remember Million Dollar Baby, the the Hillary Swank movie where she's a boxer. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember one of the fights. Like, she gets uh she gets hit in the back of the head or something, and then the fight's canceled, like disqualified. Uh, the other woman. Or basically in the movie, like, it was a tie, but they had to, like, cancel the fight or something. And then her family's so upset with her, like, well, you lost that fight. You lost the fight. It was disqualified. Like, 
Who are they to be the scholars of boxing that like, oh, well, yeah. technically, no, she <laughs> won the fight because the other person got disqualified. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, it, that It's that. Cyber seduction, his secret life is that for like two hours to oh, where you'll gosh. be like, this is his downward spiral. It's like, this is like a Tuesday afternoon for any other normal human being. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he has, he has cups of coffee and now he's addicted to caffeine. <laughs> like, come on, man. But yeah, I it was it was written by a seventy year old woman who was very upset that her grandson found a Sears catalog. And was like, I'm gonna write this story. This story must be told. I'm looking at some of these really bad ones <clears throat> right now, and I'm like, I remember having the displeasure of accidentally seeing some of these. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, it was you just you don't watch them by choice. You happen to stumble upon them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, when I was uh, when I would spend a lot of time with uh, with my grandmother, uh, she would. Oh no! Talk we oh, lost there them. We there we there go. There we are. Yeah, beautiful. Skype decided that it wanted to uh, say "fuck you" to update. <laughs> I guess shit. I don't know. The flagging you. Maybe who knows? Um, but razzle yeah, I mean, dazzle, <laughs> yapple dapple. There you go. <laughs> oh, well, that was, that's a strike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, like I would watch these with my uh, my grandmother. Uh, she when I would go over her house, like that's all she would have on is Lifetime channel. So a lot of yeah. times I would end up having to watch these. So it's like, uh. and she was like, "These are the best movies ever." And I'm like, "Nope, no, they're not. It's no, all wholesome." Like a, like yeah. a hot mug of cocoa. Like, that's what it is. It's like grandma movies. That's what the whole yeah. channel is. It's like, oh, it just tugs at the heartstrings. And, like, all the movies are very sweet. Like, oh, what a sweet little movie. Compelling, even. What, what a mm-hmm. visceral. <laughs> visceral. Can you imagine a visceral Lifetime movie? It's like, tra- it's like training day. Like, yeah. <laughs> someone does PCP and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's uh, it's ridiculous. I, d- I don't understand it at all. So, <laughs> but it is all kind of the same movie. Oh, it is absolutely. But hey, you know what? Like Nicholas Sparks writes the same fucking book every time. People still buy that <laughs> shit, you know. So hey, if there's a market and you can find that market, good on you, man. Absolutely. Yep. It's uh, it's all what we say about hey, if you're a good titty streamer, great. You do you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. And uh, I still laugh about that because people are so upset. They, they'll go into the comments of these, you know, and the girls are just like playing League of Legends or something. Like they're playing actual games and they're doing stuff and they're interacting with chat. And then someone in chat's like, how dare you? I've worked for four and a half years and then you've been on Twitch for 20 minutes and have more followers. And in the back of my mind, it was like, man, that guy must fucking suck at streaming. Like, <laughs> like that's the first thing I think of. It was like, someone came in in 20 minutes, outdid your four years of work, dude. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Like, yeah. unbelievable. It's, that's, but they never think of it that way. They're like, oh, the world's against me. It's like, yeah. maybe, maybe you suck. Maybe you suck. It's okay to suck. There's a lot of people that suck. I guarantee you, if one of uh, the four of us wrote a book and put it on Kindle or tried to publish it, it would not be the worst book on Kindle. I promise no, you. Not at all. It, no. Not even in the bottom 20%. You, you know what I mean? Like right now. Oh, the, the worst, worst books. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh. Let's hear some titles. <laughs> Twilight. Uh, cy- cyber Seduction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> secret Life. <laughs> oh man, but but yeah, okay. So we'll talk. We'll talk a little bit of a. Uh, a lot of wrestling happened. A oh, whole way lot too of much. Happened. Way too much. Well, yeah, a fair yeah. amount. Yeah. <laughs> Quite. Too much would be if it was a week long affair, twenty four hours a fucking day. Well, yeah, uh, I like mean, you you say yeah, maybe not, and at the same time, I'm the one that watched all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one yeah. forced you to watch New Japan. You put that upon yourself. I mean, how can you watch not watch New Japan? Sure. But yeah, the, the Kota stuff made it all worth it. It, so, it was. It did. So good. Well, night night one of um, New Beginning, I mean, Minoru Suzuki made it made it my night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. Ripping apart Tanahashi. <laughs> Just fucking... Ooh. Then the next night they made the announcement. They're just like, we have a special announcement. The announcement is Tanahashi will not be doing any more of these shows for this tour because <laughs> his knee is fucked. Yeah, oh, that poor guy. And he's been having those knee problems for yeah. years. Yeah. Um, I know since like Wrestle Kingdom 8 at least. Now we're on what, 12? Yeah, we yeah. just had 12. So I wow. mean, the, the biggest thing is it's like he, like, uh, he had the bicep injury in May which he didn't have taken care of. Um, he's got the knee injuries that just keep stacking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he doesn't get it taken care of. And now it's just like, New Japan's like, hold the fuck on. Yeah. You got to take care of these. Yeah, you got to finally do it. Yeah. That, there's other people that can hold up the company while yeah. you go take care of yourself and then mm-hmm. come back in like a year. Um, and I'm, I'm glad it's Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> there's no better person than a fucking sociopath. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what a great replacement for Tanahashi! Like the feel good, eat your vitamins, like yep. the the Hulk, the Hulkster <laughs> of New Japan, and like yeah. let's bring in and replace him with a uh, like crazy Steve from uh, <laughs> from TNA. <laughs> oh, and I mean that's that's also the funny part about it because you got, I mean I watched the I shared the. Uh, the press conference afterwards mm-hmm. and Suzuki's just a dick. I love it <laughs> yeah. where he took, um, you know, he sits down at the counter. He's yeah, he did. He didn't just shake that beer can. He pounded on the table, uh, pointed uh, at them, opened it, <laughs> sprayed it all over. So good. Um, the press to be conference. fair, that is the only way to drink a course. <laughs> <laughs> good him and Suzuki Goon did it at the end of his little press conference. Where they oh, just fucking sprayed great. beer at the entire Spray fucking the interview. People it was great. So awesome. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, but but speaking of that, so we we did not record the week of the anniversary show for Raw. Oh did we? yeah, no, for I five? don't think we did. Yeah, I think because that was the last week, and we didn't mm-hmm. record last week. Um, right. So. That that whole show was it started off great and then it ended upsetting. Like that it was nostalgia for all the wrong reasons. Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. And, and it was like bad nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like it it was like here's the 2006 version of DX. It's like who, yeah. Who liked the 2006 version of DX? Like raise your hand, please, cuz they don't exist. Like the 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 uh, glowy green stick, and like mm-hmm. they all dress like they're going to a rave or something. Like, mm-hmm. nah, you know what I mean. Like that's 
that's not the DX we want. We want true attitude era dropping, you know, S bombs, F bombs. I, I understand it's, you know, a different time and whatever, but do something. I, I'm glad that they kind of gave the push to, uh, you know, the good brothers and Finn. Yeah. But, well, they buried them. <laughs> b- but the same thing happened to, uh, what are their names? I can't even think of the tag team. Uh, Ascension? They, yes. They got oh, that okay. same exact rub uh, on the, uh, what was it? The, not 20th anniversary. Uh, Row 1000 or something like that? Yeah, or like 1500. Yeah, one of those big anniversary shows. Uh, they got that same push, and that didn't seem to do shit. So mm. <laughs> it's just to get themselves over again. Um, yeah. And then Undertaker with a very weird, like, he came out and his verbiage was very direct. He was like, I'm here. This is the place where my career officially really started. And now that I'm here, I think it's time to finally announce. And then I was like, oh, shit, he's going to say he's done. Like, this is it. Thank you all. Thanks for coming out. I'm done wrestling. Has anybody Res- seen my old hat and coat? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's basically what he said. He goes, I'm here to announce yeah. that. We think about all the people that passed away. Rest in peace. And then he like ran away. <laughs> you're like, you're like what? Like that's a weird fucking promo. Like you were setting up this big monumental, like, oh my god, he's finally gonna say it. Like we all know it, but he's gonna say he's not wrestling ever again. Then they the next Monday they're like, Oh, we know how Goldberg's coming in this year. So's the Undertaker for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, like that's a great time to announce it. But mm-hmm. No, he was like, oh, may all of our fallen brothers rest in peace. It's like, really? It's like your, it's like your catchphrase now? We're just going <laughs> to put that on the cereal box? I like, mean, that's what it felt like. and taking souls, I guess. So, yeah. I mean. That's right. That was one of his last promos about like, oh, I'm back. Yeah. Digging holes, taking souls. And then nothing. <laughs> what a great grief would it be if whenever he gets inducted, he comes out as the American badass. How amazing. <laughs> oh, Me I would be Halloway. so. <laughs> he comes in wearing like a FUBU shirt and like, <laughs> like a visor. One of those Guy Fieri visors with like the or yellow hair. And like, yeah. he's just dressed. He's in retirement clothes. Hey guys, I'll be at Mar-a-Lago. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> then he, there he goes. There's the Undertaker. <laughs> yes, there goes the Undertaker. As we always remember him, and he's dressed in like a panda outfit. <laughs> it's like he's never done that. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> he gets interrupted by Fred Durst. <laughs> okay, that's our goal now. How can we bury everyone at the Hall of Fame? Like, every Hall of Fame induction. Oh, my God. Now, yeah, okay, so perfect. It would be, uh, let's see. So you got Fred Durst inducting. Or Undertaker, yeah. Undertaker. You have uh, Pete Rose inducts Kane. Um, <laughs> or uh, Pete Rose dressed as a chicken. Like, that WrestleMania where he dressed like a chicken and Kane mm-hmm, gave him right. the tombstone. Um, you have I think, like I think yeah. Goldberg would have to be inducted by uh, Ralphus, uh, head of Jericho's security. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, 
Yeah, just make it for Smarks, man. Just make that yeah. whole thing just the biggest inside joke that you could buy. Like, have a uh, Shawn Michaels, uh, you know, like if he gets inducted again by like Dave Meltzer. Like, just bring in, <laughs> just bring in, uh, let's see, have AJ inducted by like Kenny Omega. Like, people that aren't even in the company, so they're like, who is that? No, no, no. I mean, we'll, we'll just have Dixie Carter come out and induct him. Oh, God. Oh, there you go. Dixie Carter just is the MC of the whole thing. Oh, it's yeah. Not, it's not King oh, anymore. It's Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if she's not going to induct AJ, then I guess we got to get uh, Jeff Jarrett. We'll make sure he has a few and some tortillas ahead of time. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> uh, and then for uh, inducting... <laughs> Well, let's see. For inducting any of the McMahon's, it'll be Vince Russo. Um, he'll be no, there. no, no. That's inducting Cornette. That that's inducting. Oh Cornette. yeah, and Cornette would just come out and smash him in the face with a with a tennis <laughs> racket. <laughs> or no, have the uh, <laughs> no, and the, to induct uh, Jim Cornette, it will be Kenny Omega and uh, and, and the Young Bucks. Yeah, the Young Bucks. <laughs> he gets inducted by Yoshiko. <laughs> Yeah, and they bring out the doll and they're like, the broom and the little girl that Kenny Omega wrestled. Like, come right this way, ma'am. And somehow she's still nine years old. Like, she has, she's just, that's the gimmick. It's like she's an ageless child. So Cornette is being escorted by Yoshiko and the kid. <laughs> like the double arm, like the valet walk. <laughs> the doll on one arm and this little girl on the other. Like, uh, thank you all for inviting me. Mick Foley will be there taking um, dick flips from Joey Ryan. <laughs> right. Joey Ryan's just greased up with baby oil in the back, like yes. Has Has Foley been inducted yet, or no? Wow, no, he hasn't. I am the perfect person to induct him. Abyss. Oh God, just... yes. <laughs> thank you, Foley God. Here's thank your achievement, you, Foley God. <laughs> now throw me off the stage into thumbtacks. That's what he does. So it's like a bridal shower whenever they throw rice, but it's like thumbtacks. <laughs> hooray! <laughs> hip, hip, hooray! A wedding table full of thumbtacks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that little thumbtack comment takes me back to Saturday night, but I mean, we'll get to that. That was. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of that whole weekend of wrestling. Yes. Um so we can we can start with takeover. Has there been a bad takeover? I mean, I they, they're so. given like a month and a half to get their matches together. They're fucking better but not be. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they get time to tell the whole story and Yeah. Not that I can really think of. Yeah, because I've yet to see a bad one. There's yeah. usually like a throwaway match. In right, there. right, right. So I mean, but other than that, usually they're they're firing on all cylinders, you know. Mm-hmm. So this this past takeover, what would the throwaway match be? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yep. Yeah. That that actually was not like it was what it was, but mm-hmm. to get to get Dream over, like sure, like make him the lovable. Here's the thing though that I worry about: Velveteen Dream could get super hot on on NXT, and he's white hot. He goes oh, to the main NXT roster. Yeah, yeah. He, exactly. He'll go to main roster and flop. 
because they already they already have gold dust. Yeah, the, that's the, the only thing they of, can do is make them a tag team. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, have them go up against the ascension every week. You know, and see oh. who gets buried worse. But that's kind of been like the name of the game for the majority of those that have come out of NXT. Yeah, is that they've been booked strong in NXT, and then they come up to the main roster, and it's like, well, fuck yeah. this. To- yeah, yeah, totally. Like Ty Dillinger. I mean, mm-hmm. when's the last time we actually saw him? Not uh, at Royal, Royal Rumble. Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Not even then. He didn't even get to come out. Yeah. Well, I, we saw him. He was yeah. there. He was on he the was floor. There. Yeah. <laughs> But, but I mean, yeah, argue, like, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, arguably, like, if uh, I, I made this comment during the uh, live reaction, um, Ono, is, we all know Chris Hero is is more than ready and capable to be on the main roster. He's mm-hmm. there just to make people, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's um, a gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. That was Joe's role mm-hmm. when he was down there. That's true. Um, yeah, and it seemed like uh, a Tommy was for a little bit. Um, like I mean, they he, really couldn't do much much else with them, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. And, like, even, like, 205 Live, don't know if that's the right pick for Otami. I, I'm totally fine. I don't think 205 fine. Live is the right pick for anybody. <laughs> yeah, I, think they're fair. Build, I think they're building up that roster. That's what it really, what they're yeah. doing at this point. Yeah, they want another the NXT. The GM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waste that fucking talent. <laughs> yeah, they, uh... I think they want another NXT. They want another Probably. product that gets as much hype and mm-hmm. all that talk that NXT does. But, I mean, 205 Live, you can't really have too many characters. No. Um, because that's just too much to deal with. Like, it's, So I got to pay attention to all of what's going on on NXT, then all of what's mm-hmm. going on on SmackDown, and all of what's going on on Raw. <laughs> And all and of what's going on to like no freaking way. And the mixed match challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah. On Facebook which, Live. Which like, arguably the mixed match challenge is one of the best things that has ever been given to us. So yeah. I think well, I think they're yes. experimenting with the whole Facebook or social like what they yeah. do with the WWE network. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes, yeah. Um I'm I'm curious as if this is all kind of a ploy to get and we'll talk about like the Ronda Rousey thing. But mm-hmm. Is this a way to get more money from USA Network? Probably. You know what I mean? To be like, here's more of a value proposition. We have exclusive deals on Facebook. But hey, if you guys want the Mixed Match Challenge, we could just pull that off Facebook and hand it to you guys if you guys are willing to spend some more money. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that that seems like they're just leveraging. Mm -hmm. And what's bad is I don't think they're ever going to leave TV. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, just put all the live shows on the network and then you don't have to worry about, you know, all of that. But a majority of the money WWE gets is not merch. It's mm-hmm. advertisement. It's advertising yeah, money. It's like Snickers and Papa John's and all the Jolly people Ranchers. That, yeah. <laughs> Jolly the Skittles. Keep on sucking. Uh, Skittles, Pops. Carball. Stuff. Yeah. I love how Carball is one of their sponsors. It tickles me every time. <laughs> Oh, and like, yeah. So, I mean, that's where their bread and butter is. So they're going to appeal to their investors and the yep. main advertisers. Uh, but I'm wondering, yeah, if they like you said, Marco, they're like, they're, they're expanding their reach. Yeah. That way they can then go into USA Network and be like, listen, we have all these social media presence. We have all this going on. And so now we're worth more. So now let's get more advertisers so we make more money. 
they're resurrecting Count. That's what this is the end game here. They're gonna bring back Count. The one central location. What? Yeah. Now it's gonna come back. Daniel Bryan was right. Like, join <laughs> us on Tout, and they're like, "That hasn't been a thing in four years." And he's like, "Join us on Tout." It's gonna happen. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, I, I, I'm kind of curious as uh, what your guys' opinion was on NXT Takeover of the uh, the Ember Moon match with the MMA girl. Can't think of her name. Um, Shayna Baszler. Yes, Baszler. So, watching it, I was a bit like, I get what they're going for, but I don't know mm-hmm. if Baszler's ready. I don't know if she's ring ready on, like, telling the story. Yeah. But then, as the match started going longer and longer, I was like, maybe it's a different type of story. Because I'm starting to get into this. And then she does that brutal, like, arm stomp thing. Mm-hmm. To where, like, they'll put their arm and, like bam down yeah. on it and I'm like oh god that yeah. it looks like a million bucks but Todd's face during that was fucking priceless <laughs> that's it's genius like mm-hmm. that sort of like joint stuff mm-hmm. is great that, and, no no fucking nope no <laughs> no well because it gets that reaction like because people know that that has to hurt like you can't mm-hmm. really fake it even though they are faking it you're still mm-hmm. like your mind is like no I don't want to see that um, so it looks more hardcore. Like like we've talked about a few times before, I think the best thing that happened to pro wrestling was UFC getting popular. Because now, all these holds and wrist locks and stuff like that, people have a deeper appreciation for it because they saw, you know, Cain Velasquez put an ankle lock on and, like, a dude tapped in an MMA fight. So now, Kurt Angle wants to use it again. He puts on an ankle lock. Now it has more gravity to it because this is a submission and it does in fights and fucking mm-hmm. so-and-so used it in the UFC and he beat, you know, seven out of 10 people with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you have more finishers that you can use that used to just be old chain wrestling techniques, but now you mm-hmm. could be like, I'm going to put on a headlock and then pry it in. And that's my finisher. And people believe mm-hmm. it. They're like, Oh God, he got him in the thing. Like whatever they want to call it. <laughs> the hangman's noose. Oh my God. And then like, the ah, like it turns it into the claw. Remember the claw yeah. from like <laughs> back, like ah, like mandible claw. So put and, mandible claw. Yeah. The, oh, that'd be great. I wonder if you with those big old gloves, like just <laughs> oh, I can't bend my fingers. I'll get you. Um, crush submission. But yeah, like what were you guys' thoughts on that M- kind of Ember Moon MMA stuff? I enjoyed it immensely. It was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot of cringe moments. Um, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, there's just, you know, somebody created a gif of one of my reactions where it was just like, I just, and it was during that arm spot. And I, I just, mm-hmm. fuck it. I, Nope, nope, yeah. nope, yeah. nope. Oh. I got the shakes out of it, like it, yeah. it was just like, oh, fuck yeah. no. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a very brutal spot. And then, I mean, then the camera angles they used, like mm-hmm. whenever there was a spot yeah. like that, they would they would replay it like four or five times mm-hmm. to remind you <laughs> how horrible it was. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh. then they would show you the one alternate angle 
where you're looking at it and it just looks like 20 times worse than what you just saw the uh, yeah. four times previous. <laughs> right. And with Ember Moon, it was during the stomp, like her, you, you see her shoulder pop and you're just like, no, yeah. done. Right. Done. Yep. <laughs> and I, I just, oh. I just could not fucking do that. And no, yeah. it was just, it was bad. It was really bad. I mean, it's not the only time I cringed during that entire show. Yeah. Um, the story they told in the ring was, and even outside of the ring, spoilers, um, mm-hmm. was very well done. Yeah, I, I enjoyed I think it. So too. Yeah. I, I think that I, I don't want to say that they're pushing. I, they're they're pushing Baszler a little too fast, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But they got to have her ready for WrestleMania, right? <laughs> yeah, to take on the other UFC woman. No, no, um, no, to team up with the other UFC woman to go up against uh, oh, yeah. the four horse woman. Well, yeah. Or, yeah, Asuka. And, yeah. Well, I mean, Asuka is going to get her her. She has her match set where uh, the winner of. Uh, well, I, we say winner, but it's not really winning if you have <laughs> to survive the elimination chamber only to go up against Asuka. Mm-hmm. At WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, no shit. See, I, I have a feeling, and, uh, like, we could just dig right into it. I have a feeling that Asuka match is going to be a triple threat match, and that's where they're going to shoehorn Ronda Rousey in. I, I'm i that close to thinking, because that way Ronda doesn't have to work as hard. Yeah. As- Asuka gets the rub of the same type of rub that uh, Steve Austin got with uh, Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have all that going on. Um yeah, I see that being the WrestleMania match. That's why they did the whole build with Ronda putting her hand out and then Oscar swatting it away. Like yeah. that, there's going to be a receipt. Yeah, there's going to be a receipt for that at WrestleMania. I, I yeah. can almost guarantee it. I mean, mm-hmm. arguably, depending on, on how good she gets in the time that she finishes filming her movie, <laughs> and makes mm-hmm. it to the performance center before WrestleMania, depends on what they're going to do with her. Most likely, yeah. Um, if she gets a good bit of training in and they feel it's the right move, absolutely. Yeah. If they if she doesn't get enough time in, she's still got to be on WrestleMania. So it's most likely going to be her teamed up with probably Braun against uh, Triple H and Steph. Oh, yeah. Because that's yeah. another thing, you know. True. And – um. I don't know what it is, and you know, Ronda Rousey's huge star power, so it makes total sense. I would argue that the success of Ronda Rousey gave us the women's division as it is right now in WWE. Because Ronda Rousey was proof that, yes, women can main event major sporting events. Mm -hmm. They can sell a shit ton of tickets. They can become a national brand. They can become, you know, she was that like entity and of course you have Holly Holm you got Cyborg you got all these other female competitors yeah. Yeah. but Ronda was the one before her they were kind of propping Gina Carano up to Gina be that Carano. but that yeah Gina Carano I guess she just got out the game she started acting yeah. she started doing that side of it so now here's Ronda she comes in she's a good interviewer so she'll go on ESPN and she's well spoken and you know um so she fit the bill she was like the rock Right. It's yeah. like, oh, here's someone that has all of it. Please push them as hard as possible. Dana yeah, was smart. As as long as WWE makes sure that she doesn't say stupid shit on Twitter, everything will be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freaking flat earth bullshit. 
Well, no, um, it's not even that. Like, uh, what is it? There was the whole controversy with when she was with UFC about the Sandy Hook thing. Oh yeah, with, yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, oh, she's yeah. she's a truther. Like she's a oh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams or like whatever. Like <laughs> the fuck does she know about that? Yeah, no, and it's get just it's if they can kind of prevent shit like that from happening, then absolutely they have something great on their hands. Yeah. And as much as as you want to attribute her to the attitudes in the WWE. I'm, I'm going to kind of, I, I, I agree to a point, but let's look down into Florida because yeah. Florida had a little promotion called no, total nonstop action. Yeah. And they had a phenomenal well, women's That's division. true. This is Gail Kim. Like yeah. Gail mm-hmm. Kim is a rock star. Yeah. That's very true. I mean, we had that. We also had the emerging like Shimmer and Shine, and then you yes. had Stardom and all the other organizations. And it, it just took them seeing, oh, hey, people want to pay to see completely female shows. Yes. Yeah. For us to kind of be like, you know what? Maybe having them wrestle in mud and jello is not a good yeah. idea. The pillow fight mm-hmm. thing gets old after a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. Factor in the botch of Kelly Kelly forget, forgetting how to take off a bra. It's, just, it's a whole other. <laughs> yeah, we could. Don't worry. We'll get to Kelly Kelly botches because that <laughs> women's rumble. Woo, buddy. Oh, yeah. Botch city. Um, and it but was still a great. not the worst botch of the rumble. No, no, no. No, that was a current superstar. Oh, Sasha. No, no, no. That was on Raw. Uh, Carmella not knowing what move they were supposed to be doing with uh, Becky Lynch, and they're yes. just kind of like feeling each other up. Yeah, <laughs> I like the or, or I like the uh, the uh, the Sasha kicks in the corner. Yeah, oh, yes. you see the the Phantom okay. kicks. They're like ugh, yeah. ugh, and then she just stops. She like she walks looks, away. She's looking like, away like huh? <laughs> what? What's happening? Yeah, uh, there's some kinks to work out in that women's rumble, but yeah, a little bit. It was it was fine. It was Su- good. Surprisingly enough, D- uh, Dana Brooke looked really good in it. <laughs> so good. who knew? Yeah, like <laughs> right. yeah. Just don't have her go and do uh, uh, what was it headbutts to the uh, turnbuckles, and we're good. Oh, yeah. with her yeah. fucking hand just slapping the goddamn pad. <laughs> like your face is nowhere near there. Oh, oh. <laughs> like tapping it. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, I mean, yeah, we'll get into that all at Rumble. But, uh, yeah, it's. So, yeah. So, yeah, NXT, uh, that Adam Cole and Aleister Black match oh, was God. way better than it had any right to be. It like, was so good. It started and I was like, okay, these guys are going to get to play a little bit, and, you know, have a little bit of fun. But here are mm-hmm. two really great technical wrestlers and mm-hmm. now they're basically like doing a hardcore match i was like oh this is kind of a gimme every time i see like it was always a shame for me to see eddie guerrero in like a tables match it's like don't mm-hmm. like a fucking do a table like make it a two out of three falls like i can wrestle mm-hmm. his ass off let him wrestle let him go out and do what he yeah. loves to do don't put a gimmick on him so then they start you know going into it and everything and you know it's philly so they're wild anyway for all the hardcore yeah. shit. So Philly. It, it starts picking up and I was like, wait, these guys are pretty good at these weapons matches. Like that's, they got a lot of range. It was like seeing an actor that used to do comedies, but now they do really good drama. And you're like, wow, they have a lot of skill here. Uh, oh. <laughs> you know, you see 
Like, you know, and of course, Adam Cole has done all kinds of matches. But, you know, I, I saw uh, Alistair Black when he was Tommy End. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember Tommy End doing a lot of gimmick matches, really. No. Um, so this was the first time I was like, I wonder how he's going to do. He did great. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, they were, uh, <laughs> I think the biggest, like, buildup is whenever there was one table out and it was caddy corner next to the turnbuckle. So then Alistair Black goes... He grabs another one, and everyone's like, yeah, stack it on that one. Like, stack it on the other table. And he goes, and he looks around, and he looks at everyone, and everyone's like, do it, stack it. And then he goes to the side and puts it right next to it. And you hear everyone go, oh. Like, <laughs> the whole Philly crowd is like, oh. Um, but big props to him. The shot where he's on the turnbuckle takes a chair shot to the face. Didn't look down once to see if he was headed towards the tables. Like, he took the hit, and he just, like, <laughs> he just fell stri- straight back. It was one of, yeah, the trust fall. Like, he did, he just shut his eyes and just fell. And I was like, good for him, because at least it's not like a John Cena back bump to where he, like, looks down and makes sure that the mat is under mm-hmm. him. It's like, yes, the mat's right there. It's not, It didn't move. You're fine. <laughs> like, don't eyeball it. Like, just do the bump. But yeah, Alistair Black, a 20 or, you know, a what, 11 foot drop about. Yeah. And he just sandbags it. Just pew. And like, the Philly crowd him. loved it. I oh, mean. yeah. Because um, I will say a lot. I, I can talk shit on the Philly crowd, but they do appreciate good workers. They do. They, al- they always have. That's what made ECW so good. If you were good, you got rewarded. You can look at like Tommy Dreamer's whole thing. Like when he first started, he was a little rough around the edges. They were kind of like, this guy kind of sucks. But then as his career progressed through ECW and he finally won the belt, oh, my God, like a riot started. When Ultimately, he won, the, you know. the moment that changed Dreamer was the caning. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the cool. fact that he wouldn't back down, he earned the respect of that Philly crowd. Yeah. And then after that, it was just like Dreamer. Like, this is this is the thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the guy. So we're on yeah. we're on his side now. Yeah. I mean, even if he loses and is only given the title because nobody else is ready for it. You know, yeah. He didn't want it. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I, I think, of course, the biggest spot of the match is Adam Cole being crazy and taking the chairs. Oh, and my God. Spinning no, them back no. around. That oh. was- the best. Oh, the moment I saw them do it too. They did it. You saw the two hooks, and I was like, okay, they're gonna taunt that something's going to happen, mm-hmm. but they're gonna reverse it, go through another table. They're gonna do something. But nope. like, what? What a great deal! And Adam Cole takes that shit in the ribs, and, mm-hmm. uh, and it was uh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, whenever it's like in NASCAR, you know, the bad crashes happen when they're not spectacular. Like, mm-hmm. when a car just goes, and then it hits something, and then it comes to a complete stop immediately. You're like, mm-hmm. that guy could be dead. Mm-hmm. Like, you just immediately, you're like, that's terrible. This was the type of thing that happened. The chairs didn't move. It wasn't exactly. a big, loud crash and all this stuff. You couldn't even really hear it. You could hear a small little thud as he goes mm-hmm. like, boop. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> like, you just knew. Because it wasn't pompous, it wasn't flamboyant, it just yep. hurt. That shit yep. hurt. Yep. <laughs> poor guy walks out in the, in the rumble like, Oh, oh yeah. my, my, taped up my ribs. Oh. <laughs> like dilapidated Frankenstein's monster. Like, 
<laughs> Why did they put me in this match? <laughs> I mean, between that and uh, the Ember Moon uh, arm spot, I mean, those were my two like hard yeah. to watch spots of the entire entire weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could watch fucking Tanahashi get his leg basically ripped off, no problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and see, could, the one that got me was in the in the main event, the that last spot where they're on the outside and mm-hmm. almost sprints and knees against the deal, like. It looked perfect. Yeah. You, you, it, I mean, you could even tell. And, of course, Gargano sells like a boss. So his yeah. eyes are already glazed over anyway. So you're like, oh, he tried to kill Gargano right there. <laughs> like, his head just got, <laughs> like, fucked up. And he's like, where am I? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was the other one where I was like, oh, they kept showing it. And then the slower it would go, it's just like his face presses back. And then mm-hmm. the loud smack of the turnbuckle. And you're like, hmm, that's a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, during the uh, during the Cole match, though, um, that table spot, I mean, the only way it could have gotten better is if there was barbed wire thumbtacks, it was on fire, and there was Legos <laughs> right. and, and hard candies on, on the thing. Yeah, and, and then and, I was... Take it to the extreme. <laughs> yeah, Spike Dudley runs out and, like, bulldogs him off. Of, no! <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, my comment was uh, the only way that spot could have been better is if that table had barbed wire thumbtacks, uh and it was on fire with Legos, flaming Legos, because those are the worst oh. Legos. <laughs> flaming Legos. Oh, my God. How are these still on fire? Um. And, I mean, it's just little moments like that where I didn't think – like I, I knew it was going to be a great match between yeah. the two. I didn't think it was going to be that good. Yes. Yeah, totally. Uh, because the more and more I see of the Aleister Black character, I'm like, the, yeah, that has a potential – to on the main roster, if they do handle it right, to be what Bray Wyatt should have been mm-hmm. is the sort of Undertaker. Here's someone we're going to pass the torch to this person who's like the assassin. And, mm-hmm. you know, dark lights, big entrance, like moody type stuff. The vampire entrance. <laughs> oh, so sick. I still think his song is kick ass. Him fucking, like, raising up. The funniest thing, I can't remember what YouTube thing it was, but it showed uh, the New Day making fun of the entrance. So, like, <laughs> Xavier's on the ground, like, on his deal, and, like, Big E, like, it's like a trust fall. So Kofi, yeah. like, does the move, and then they push him back up, and he goes, like, blah, 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 and, like, comes back up. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll talk about Big E, because he was so good at the Rumble. Oh, he was so good at the Rumble, and like he was, he was great on the uh, on the Raw twenty five, uh, mm-hmm. or yeah, the the twenty uh, fifth anniversary. I laughed forever because he came out uh, doing his like gumpy dance, and like he was just gyrating for like half an hour outside <laughs> of the ring. That's all he was doing. Every time they would try to do a dramatic cut and pan to somebody in the ring, you could see his head like bobbing around. like yeah. And then like, I think he gave pancakes to uh, Kurt Hawkins. He's like, Slater. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just <laughs> he just kept doing it. Like, here's yeah, cool. 15 pancakes. Like surprise pancakes. Let me shove them in your face. <laughs> yeah, like and he takes them out of his onesie. Like yeah. why? Do you, why do you have those? Like why do you have them? Why not? Some like titty pancakes. What can I say? <laughs> Sweaty pancakes. 
Don't ask where he's keeping that syrup. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> oh, but then we, but then we got like incredible main event at NXT, like genuine match of the year candidate, and that's mm-hmm. saying a whole lot because mm-hmm. of how good Wrestle Kingdom was. It was um, very well structured. Uh, it was a, it told a great story. Uh, had some some decent false finishes. Yeah. And I mean, all in all, I mean, I'm I'm no um, I'm no Meltzer, but it was a definitely a, a strong four and a half. Yeah, yeah, I, I would think that. Yeah, four and four and three quarters, like right around there. And it was so funny to see the reaction on Twitter because they were like, "Oh, the wrong guy won. Gargano should have won." I'm like, "Absolutely not. Gargano shouldn't have won." Because, one, you want almost to look as strong as possible. But, two, Gargano doesn't need the belt. He has no. Ciampa. You give him Ciampa WrestleMania weekend, that place is going to fucking explode. Oh. That's your build. That's your build. They don't even need a deal. Ciampa can keep like getting in Gargano's way of getting the belt. Until Gargano stops being the nice preppy underdog, like, hey, gang, we're going to do it together. Let's hooray. Like, well, I'm the people's champ type of guy. And then he's like, uh, you know what? I'm going to go after the belt, but I'm going to kill him first. Like, <laughs> that, that's your build where the nice guy snaps and then he just demolishes Ciampa. They have a 30-minute classic. You know, get tons of false finishes. Then he gets the pin over Ciampa. Done. That that's your whole gimmick right there. Arguably, I would <laughs> I would say, considering the bad blood, uh, mm-hmm. storyline wise, Iron Man would probably be a better way to go about it. Oh, so that'd be good. And another thing you could do. Oh, and this would just be dastardly shit. Get Chiampa, have him be champion somehow. I don't know how it would work. He's still out with the injury and stuff. But, like, through some weird, underhanded, they sign this contract, mm-hmm. I sign here, you sign that. Oh, wait, I have the belt. Ha <laughs> ha. And then, like, oh, that motherfucker. Like, that way people are just so upset, like, oh, he's going to get his. Then they have a number one contender tournament, and then Gargano wins it. So mm-hmm. not only is it champion Gargano, it's for mm-hmm. the belt. WrestleMania weekend. Like, you keep oh. up in those stakes and have that be your main event. Yeah, that that would be ridiculous um but no it'll probably end up being um let's see who's on that roster uh the the big hans guy that who i can't even think of his name but he has the big like uh he has the big uh oh like pilgrim beard is he insanity no 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 it's it's one of the it's from the non-war machine guys yeah it's no yeah it's heavy machinery uh, or no, it's not even them. It's uh, his name is like oh, Hans Sullivan. Lars Sullivan. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it'll be Lars Sullivan versus uh, who's someone else on NXT that we're like, who's that guy? That will be what they Velveteen do. Dream. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> dude, he's gonna get. Oh, he's gonna get. This is gonna be a good year for him. I have that feeling that like I, I really don't like the character. Really, I this, really uh, don't. Um, it just, it really just does feel like gold dust to me, which is fine. I mean, it's, that works. Uh, it's gold dust if it was Prince playing the role. Yeah. That's the way I get it, you know? Yeah. I did think it was great, his interest at uh, NXT, whenever he had his, like, 
cabana boys like holding the pillows and he comes up and he's like thank you i'm gonna take this right here and thank you i'm gonna take that <laughs> it just made me laugh i was like this is so great and then he like had the uh the muhammad ali picture on his pants of like <laughs> i'm gonna stand over cassius ono like a boss like he muhammad has the ali weirdest over fucking for- pants and i actually kind of love them i don't oh, know yeah. what it is it's like the oh, gr- best uh like boxing yeah yeah it's like the old yeah muay thai like those mm-hmm. muay thai like boxing pants and uh, so is so great. And then whenever he says, "I'm gonna knock out Cassius Ono in 30 seconds," then you're like, "What?" No, you're not. <laughs> and then they open the match with him getting a clean shot on him, and then he drops, and the place <laughs> fucking erupts. And I was like, "All right, this is great. Like, do this forever. It's fine." I think- and then Cassius Ono like stands back up, and everyone's like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> like you pissed him off." <laughs> I think the Velveteen Dream. I think he's only 22. He's really young. Like stupid yeah. young. Who was it in TNA that had that? Was it Orlando? Yeah. What was you... it? Orlando Jones? Is that what mm-hmm. his name is? Mm-hmm. I think so. Orlando Jordan? Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, Orlando Jordan. Um so With his weird fucking costumes of uh like caution tape and shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, more, yeah. He was more uh, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he was he was the gay flamboyant Dennis Rodman, like the, the I'm going to come down from the rafters and I'm going to, you know, Phantom of the Opera type shit. Uh, but that, I see Velveteen going that direction. I, It makes sense, you know, just more bombastic and we, ridiculous, like come out with a big peacock outfit and like, just do it, man. Hand that shit up. Like, <laughs> just come out looking like a boss. Because uh, yeah. arguably, and here's the thing. I would argue that's what uh, Shinsuke did over in Japan because no one saw that before. Well, Everyone tried to be a hard ass like Ishii. Uh, you got, you know, like Suzuki Gun. You got all these people trying to just be killers. And then here comes a dude that's like, my hero is Freddie Mercury from Queen. Mercury. And you're like, <laughs> Michael Jackson. You're like, whoa, <laughs> excuse me? But then it fucking changed the world. Like, yeah. the best, right? Are you sure that photo isn't from some construction porno somewhere? No, that's from Total <laughs> I feel Non-Stop that's where it comes Wrestling. From. <laughs> that, that was one of his weird. many ring gears. Oh, the Orlando, Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, yeah, kids, go Google search. Uh, be sure you're not at school or work or... But, yeah, don't, go look up Orlando Jordan. Don't get your parents' permission for that one. Yeah, just this is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Don't do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, NXT, awesome event. Of course, mm-hmm. I knew that Rumble couldn't beat it. I was like, there's no way. There's not a single thing on this Rumble that's going to come close to matching those last three matches on NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes, but, that one. <laughs> but then they, then they, uh, so they go to the, we get to the Rumble, right? <laughs> uh, first match out of the gate is the AJ Versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They made the total wrong call not having Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win. Mm. Like, it, because here's the deal. They could have cheated. Mm-hmm. Right? They could have mm-hmm. easily cheated. Mm-hmm. Got the belt. Then talk about how fantastic they are. Oh, we're so good. Oh, no one saw it coming. We're the best. Oh, my goodness. Big hugs. How about you hold the belt this week? No, how about I hold the belt this week? They're like mm-hmm. the best friend gimmick, like Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you could build that up and then have AJ on his relentless quest to get his belt back. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then, you know, Daniel Bryan stands in his way. Well, uh, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. Kind of, kind of an inverse of what's happening right now with mm-hmm. AJ essentially... He didn't cheat to win, but like the way it all worked is he didn't really, you know, Kevin wasn't really tagged in or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a reason why they are upset. Like, oh, we could have won, but oh, you guys were against us. It should have been the other way. Like, mm-hmm. be against the baby face. That way you have like Daniel Bryan as the heel general manager. Shane McMahon as the baby face general manager. That way, it that balance of power type stuff. Um... And yeah, now what what do you do with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? You have them fight forever against each other? Yeah. You have them break up and it's like, it's all your fault. And then which they just is, run that Which is through. something that basically just happened on SmackDown this yeah, week. So. Really, yeah. There was a little hint of it on SmackDown. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That'd be a good WrestleMania match. Yeah. There was it next week on SmackDown. They're supposed to be having a number one contenders match against each other for uh, AJ's title. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that. But the big takeaway is, I mean, AJ's champ and going into WrestleMania, we know who he's facing. So. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> yes, Ooh, we do. Um, and, and, you know, I was explaining to my wife, I was like, I, I wish they would have asked him a different question or asked Shinsuke, what belt would you like to go after? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd like to go after the World Heavyweight Championship. Great. Now we know the belt that he wants. Not, mm-hmm. I'm going to fight AJ. Because now, mm-hmm. guess what? Your next oh, one, know. two, three pay-per-views, mm-hmm. either AJ's not going to defend the belt, or we know the spoilers to that match. Mm-hmm. Because now they announced it's Shinsuke versus AJ. AJ can't lose the belt going into WrestleMania. Like, they just spoiled a good half year's worth of storylines because they're building up WrestleMania. Well, I mean, so there's like, only one more SmackDown pay-per-view between now and, and Mania, though. So Because they're not well, doing yeah, two a month true. anymore. So. Match. Yeah, that's true. If it becomes a triple threat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> with Ronda Rousey. No, uh, with- <laughs> <laughs> she walks out as champion of all the belts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, it's like that Photoshop picture of Triple H where he has them like around his neck. And like he has like eight belts on each arm. And he's like, yeah, I'm the mm-hmm. best champion. Comes out looking like Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> so badass, dude. We need someone like that. Give that shit to Brock. Oh, yeah. Have Brock be like the women's tag team champion. Like have him could <laughs> be like make up belts for him. Like that's fine with me. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the heavy metal, uh, yeah, the heavy metal heavy, championship, the Iron Man heavy metal weight championship would yeah, be terrific. So, so badass. Um, table challenge Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Yeah, the Japanese table. I am the table. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, so we had the rumble. The rumble was fine. Like, it was fine. Uh, I think the right person won. Yeah. Um, Because Shinsuke was on that verge of, like, becoming a little old hat. Like, he would be doing the Shinsuke impression for the rest of his career. Like, mm-hmm. where he's not really Shinsuke, but he's acting like Shinsuke used to act. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just... The, he, he'd become Randy Orton, basically. He'd be the Randy Orton. He would coast on by, he'd get the paycheck. I, I do think that we need a Shinsuke heel turn, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
because yeah. we need going into this match at, at WrestleMania, we don't need, oh, hey, I'm good guy Shinsuke. We need killer Shinsuke. Like, mm-hmm. I will drive my knee right through the back of your fucking uh, yeah. skull, Shinsuke. Yeah, we, we need the Wrestle Kingdom AJ versus Shinsuke Yes, match. that is that exactly we need. what we need. They could redo that beat for beat. I don't care. Like, we need a, a match like that at WrestleMania. Absolutely. I want to see a Japanese strong style match at WrestleMania. One of these days, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Let it be those two. Like, because they've worked that style before. They probably won't have to wrestle the night after. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Um, or if it's anything like the past few years, they'll have the exact same match on Raw the night after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I never understood that. Let's recreate all of WrestleMania in the three-hour Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're going to have all of our rematches all on the same night, all the same way, in the same order. So it's like, why did I order this pay-per-view? Because I, I can mean, just watch they, it for free on Raw. <laughs> they already give it away on freaking YouTube. So, you know, what's the point? Well, yeah, that's, I always like that era where they would show, uh, like, pictures. And they would have the audio playing over the pictures of, here's what happened at WrestleMania. And then it's like <laughs> someone getting punched in the yeah, face. But yeah, it's like yeah. a still shot. And it's like, oh, my God, he punched him in the face. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was terrible, like, so bad. Um, we'll get the punches in the face. <laughs> oh, my God. Slow the fuck down, bro. bro. That, was, oh. that was the fastest I've ever seen a receipt given in WWE. <laughs> it was within about four seconds. Yep. Um, so you have that match. The face. Braun knees the shit out of Brock Lesnar's face. Like, a legit <laughs> knee. Brock mm-hmm. comes up out of it looking pissed. Slow mm-hmm. the fuck down. Bam! And like punches <laughs> wow. this shit out of him. Like his face contorts around his ah. Yep. Then he shakes it off like a savage. I was like, oh. Braun's the real deal, man. Because that punch knocks out UFC fighters. Mm-hmm. That exact punch will light out a normal human being. Mm-hmm. And then he like shrugs it off and I was like Braun's a scary motherfucker to I mean, be taken he was a little dazed the rest of the match but I yeah. mean if you took that kind of shot you would be too oh I'd yeah. be in the ER I'd still be in the ER like <laughs> taking a punch like that from Brock Lesnar you know and he had the gloves on he had the 8 ounce gloves like the official so he's used to punching the shit out of people with those gloves and it was like a it wasn't like a straight jab or it wasn't an under. It was this weird hybrid, like, I'm going to nail you. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it took to just slam it in the side of his face. Unreal. It was, yeah, it totally was. And, like, he pivoted like, the same way. Like it was, face was there. brutal, man. Yeah, a face was just hanging out. And it just, like, wow. <laughs> just takes it out. Um, So, I feel very bad for Kane. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about the past seven years of Kane's career. Best uh, to you and your mayoral de- endeavors. Yes. See, I still would have thought the best thing to that could have happened to Kane. You should have let Kane end Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. Yes. That would have been the most poetic thing. Mm-hmm. The only person that could take out Taker was his brother. Yep. That. There's your fucking story. Now they're both Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Great. That's a swan song. Like, he never has to wrestle again. You know, yep. Kane is done. He can go sell used cars or whatever he does. And he's great. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. 
but, but Kane deserves that much because he was there all. He was white hot during Attitude Era, mm-hmm. man. He came in and ripped that like K the door off that cage. He was Jerry Lawler's dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was fake Diesel. I mean, I, he was there during the rough times too. Yes, he deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, and uh, he deserves a big break. I was I was actually hoping that Kane would win it. At the Rumble. Like, not even in a, uh, like, it, it would seem weird, but then you have these two monsters going at each other. But then you have Kane who could outsmart both of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, we could we could work with this. Like, have Kane outsmart them or start egging one of them onto the other. Mm-hmm. And then, like, have the two cats fight. Like, ah! And then he steps back and he waits for his time. And then you kind of reinvent the Kane character. Like mm-hmm. he's demonic, he's this big guy, but like he he'll get the better of you. Like you Yeah. I, I thought he needs some sort of shift because even his mask has a wig still. Like right. don't do that. Like, come on, man. And if you're gonna do that, do the old cane outfit. The mm-hmm. full body thing with the, the The one sleeve. Yeah, the one sleeve and the big like iron gauntlet thing and the Yeah. The <laughs> Just bring back the voice box. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, brother. Hello, brother. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> they thought that was a good idea. Yep. <laughs> then they teamed up with X-Pac. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, which... That was the other thing. Okay, so there's this... I think I've told this before, that, you know, at a house show, I saw Al Snow. And during the match, whenever he came out, I high-fived him, and I was like, holy shit, that's Al Snow, man. And then once the match started, I got sad. Like, there's this weird emotion that came over me. <laughs> and <it let> me <laughs> it's because I, okay. yeah, I had to watch Al Snow wrestle. No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, <laughs> He was fantastic at the house show, but that's why I felt kind of sad as I was like, what's he doing here? Yeah, I had that wave of emotion of like, Al Snow's fucking great, and he's wrestling in front of 20 people on a YMCA. Yeah. Like, what happened? Like, I, it was this weird, like, I don't know if that's like schadenfreude or whatever it is, whatever that emotion is to where you like see the bigger picture, like all at the same time. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I feel really upset right now. And I don't know why, like he doesn't need to be here. He needs to be on SmackDown. He needs to be, you know, like, I'm glad I get to see him work like five feet away from me so I can really appreciate it. But what's he doing in the middle of fucking Oklahoma city at a YMCA? Like, that's not what this needs to be. Like he needs to be a superstar. And I, and it was that same like uh, that same sensation, right? It just mm-hmm. just weird. Like it's a weird sensation when that hits. That was. I mean, it's very simple. Like personally, I I felt the same way when I saw Christopher Daniels at a Italian Americans building. Like, yeah. And I was just like, it was, you know, it was an NWA show. So that was cool. This is back during TNA uh, with the NWA. So, I mean, they were using those talents, but at the same time, I was just like, wow, this is really cool. You know, why is he here? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what the whole Kane thing is, is it's mm -hmm. like, 
they shuffle him out a little bit. He shows up for about a month, and then he goes away, and then he comes back. And, like, he's collecting a paycheck. God bless him. Gets but, crushed by an announcer's table. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but I'm like, come on, man. That's Kane. Like, it's becoming that weird nostalgia level yeah. to where it's like, I want better for Kane. Because I know mm-hmm. what Kane can do. I know he can go. Like, and here's the thing. The same thing for me is kind of starting to happen with John Cena, which is weird. Because I was like, Cena made that U.S. championship for four years. Yeah. Every match he had, every single one, was money. It was awesome. Like, he had the best He had the best match of CM Punk's career. He had the best match of Daniel Bryan's career. He had the best, you know what I'm saying? Like, these monster superstars, they had their best match with John Cena. Mm. Right. That just, it's a testament to how good of a worker John Cena is. He's a different type of worker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, hell, I'm I'm the type now that I'm going to be that guy that's going to start ordering like John Cena gear. Yeah, I'll wear a John Cena hat. Sure. Fuck it. Like, that guy's fantastic. You know, a bunch of smart marks will boo him or whatever. But I'm like, mm-hmm. he can work. He's still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I I personally like with, with TNA, that's how I felt about AJ. I mean, yes. he... It was the same thing, like what, no matter what he was doing, whether it was the X division, the, you know, tag team stuff or whatever, you put him in a match and he was giving people the matches of their careers. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. there's very much a same thing. And yeah, no, I could see what you're you're saying about, like, supporting what what he's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I. I wouldn't go as far as start buying his merch based on it, but mm-hmm. But I, I can understand it and I can respect it. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a filthy mark and I'm I don't I don't really enjoy the Cena character. It's not for me, but I do yeah. appreciate the work he's done. So, yeah, exactly. And like they're propping up Roman. Roman's not ready. Like nope. you know that type of thing. But guaranteed, give it six years, the same feeling will be happening with Roman Reigns. The same arguments because, are going to be had. Yeah, because. <laughs> Because I think he'll be, he will have worked with so many people, right? That he's going to have these kind of matches you can like bookmark and like take out and be like, okay. I um, see it happening to the Miz before Roman. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, Miz is genuine Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, whenever, whenever I met Miz, he was an actual asshole. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. he was legit a dick. And at the time, I was like, oh, fuck the Miz, all this other stuff. Yeah. But now, mm-hmm. him and Maurice, the like the best couple faction that I can remember since, like, it reminds me of, like, Savage and Elizabeth. Like, mm-hmm. it's that, they could work that type of level, because it's just so great. Like, here's the Miz, who's a pompous ass, and his wife, who is also a pompous ass, but very <laughs> defensive of her man. And like you better not come close to my husband because I will rip your face off. And then like yeah, he <laughs> and he knows it, right? And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, she's gonna get you. You better not be talking yeah. shit to me." Like you just want to like you just want to beat him up. But that's what's mm-hmm. so good. He's like he's like Piper was. Like he's so good at being a bad guy that you cheer for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you all, I always love the guys like that to where they're so good at what they do. It's like you can't even really be mad. Like. <laughs> so would it's you like, would you argue that the Maurice and Miz, you know, managerial you know thing mm-hmm. is better 
or on par with Cody and Brandy? Ooh. Oh, wow. I would say it's Ooh. on par with it. Um, yeah, because I think they they have a lot of the same dynamic now. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. and then the other thing, and here's the thing that really puts maybe the Cody one over the edge a little bit, is he has the name recognition. Mm-hmm. He, he has that additional layer of, I'm part of the Rhodes family. Right. I can't say and it. But guess, I am. Guess yep. who? Yeah, guess who my dad was. Guess mm-hmm. who my brother is. Guess who my fucking wife is. Like he can have this whole persona just based yeah. on his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, what what a genius gimmick to call yourself the American Nightmare. Oh yeah. Instead of the American Dream, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, the moment I saw that slogan hit, I was like, oh, he nailed it. I was like, thank you for because you, you keep your family name alive, but you have your own spin on it. It's not the gold dust stardust stuff. You're, mm-hmm. It's your own thing, but it's the polar opposite. And so now you have that timeline. You have Dusty Roads right here, American Dream. You got the American Nightmare, and then everything in the middle. Um, gold dust. Yeah, <laughs> gold dust and stardust, and then the here's the, and then our, the, uh, Ron Killings <laughs> is right here. Yeah. So he fits in that family tree somehow. Our truth just hanging out. Um, <laughs> Booker. He's got a bicycle. Um, <laughs> that's Who's a bicycle the, to Arita? <laughs> Ain't nobody driving in here. Hey, Bubba got a Bubba got him some Bubba got. I love that he calls Big Boss Man Bubba. That's maybe the best part of it. Hey, Bubba got a. I was like, he was so drunk when he was like, he's like, hey, well, he got a bicycle. Just, he just screams it, and the other announcer starts laughing because he's like, "What the fuck?" Uh, oh, I God. that might be the best call in professional wrestling. Like that whole two minutes, mm-hmm. Bubber got him himself a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Bubber, because <laughs> I that's what I love about Dusty Rhodes on commentary is he would always break kayfabe every single time. If someone had a nickname backstage, like Green Hands or something, he would call them that on live TV. And people are like, who the fuck is he talking about? Like, what is he saying right now? Bossman at the time was going working under uh, his old NWA name of Big Bubba Rogers. So, yeah, 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 exactly. And like, I guess backstage they called him Bubber. Like, he was just, that's Bubber. Like, you know, you don't call him Robert De Niro, you call him Bob. Like, that's Bob De Niro. If you're friends with him, that's what you call him. So, like, Mm But to call him Bubber on television, <laughs> so good. It's like such an inside stick. Oh, <laughs> we need more like crazy Dusty Rhodes commentary. Like oh, we need someone God, to fit yeah. that bill because now you know King's done. Um, they're they're bringing hey the ring and Coach. If Coach hey. can nail drunk Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Somehow, let it happen. I mean, like, we maybe maybe that's the role they'll use for uh, um, what is it, Jeremy Borash in NXT? Oh gosh, <laughs> I hope so. I hope just Borash just comes loaded, you know, just Borash. ready to rock. I mean, Borash. he's worked with Dusty before. That's true. Oh man, it, it, see, because like I always like that side character on commentary, like mm-hmm. not color commentary. And not play by play, but like mm-hmm. the other one, <laughs> the, the other guy, <laughs> like where, 
uh, or like all the Bobby the Brain Heenan and like Gorilla Monsoon, like, oh, would you stop? Like yeah. that type <laughs> of, st- so good. Mm-hmm. Um, just amazing. Like that, the other guy uh, in Dodgeball, the other commentator. Oh, like, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where they have, uh, what's his face? Uh, the actor. I'm trying to, yeah. 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 Oh, but yeah, I think Corey Graves fits that third wheel really well. Oh, he does. Oh, God, yeah. Because he's like, it's the Brian Kendrick. Like, he's really upset that you didn't call him by his real name. And it's like, I <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. Give this man, get this man in the Hall of Fame right now. Because this is, this is the anti-Michael Cole. And I can totally get behind that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I've never been a coal miner. So I just, yeah. <laughs> I... I did Corey. give him a standing ovation when I saw him. And I mean, just something I, came over I, me. You you mentioned that before. <laughs> like, you know, Every, all the kids are like, oh, fuck? this guy's chanted for Michael Cole. And I'm like, <laughs> bravo, sir. But I mean, like, Corey Graves is, is definitely one of, if not the best person to have doing commentary. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Him, uh, I honestly, I would love to have. Well, fuck Byron, but nobody likes him. Uh, I mean, arguably, I would love if if I could customize a, you know, let's just say one of the the one of the games comes out and it allows you to choose who you want commentating on your shows. Yeah, Corey Graves, Mauro Ranallo. Yes, um, I was actually going to say if you gave me three, I would say Mauro, Corey Graves, and Nigel McGinnis. Those oh, yes. those three, because Nigel would be the straight man, Mauro would be your hype guy, and then Corey would yeah. be your heel. You're done. Like, what, no that's... Joey Styles? <laughs> oh my god! It's a cat fight! Like, everything would be a cat For fight. For a limited time, you can purchase yourself, oh my god, painted <laughs> quarters. <laughs> yeah, he would hype the dumbest shit. Oh, did you ever see uh, the uh, the infomercial he did where he was selling painted U.S. quarters? After ECW folded, he got uh, the gig he ended up getting was being one of those guys that does like that half hour infomercial about selling shit. Oh, and it was no. it was the same one all the time. And it was about, um, you know, fresh off the print, basically uh, painted U.S. millennial quarters. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And oh. if you ordered now, you can get yourself for the for a limited time a painted Sacagawea, the first painted gold coin. <laughs> it's fucking great. I love it. Oh, it's so good. He's probably doing that shit now because he got fired from wherever he was. Well, I mean, he's doing a lot of like uh, social media work with with stuff. So, oh yeah, there you go. I mean, he's if it wasn't for microphone. It, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for him, WWE's social media presence and and such and its digital stuff wouldn't yeah. be anywhere near where it is. That's true. Yeah. That's actually a great point. You guys remember a WWF Live Wire? Oh, Whenever they fuck. would do, <laughs> they would do. It was basically social media before social media. Mm-hmm. They would do. Oh, they they, they called it like yeah. They called it like a call in radio show. But then like oh, just let us know. And it, yeah, and they had the terrible DJs. They had the whole thing. Um, we, oh, that's right. Yeah. New York radio personality. Fucking. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> now oh. we get fucking 
Sam Rob. Well, Sam Roberts isn't horrible, but then we also yeah. have uh, whatever his name is. Uh, oh, Ro- Rosenthal, Peter Rosenthal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P- Peter Rosenberg. Yeah, who's Rosenberg? Uh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> they need to have a WrestleMania. Uh, uh, Jr. Joked on Sam Roberts' show that that needs to be the opening WrestleMania match is uh, Sam Roberts versus Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> as, as like they get in the onesie and they like come out and is like, I'm the better oh, hype guy or whatever. Sam Roberts, hands down, would get that. He'd oh, get the sure. W there. I mean, he's he's a wiry little guy. Absolutely. He's a scrappy. He's a. <laughs> uh, but we'll, well, you know, hey, we've been going for an hour and a half. What times? Hour and a half. Time flies, man. We're making up for lost time. Yes, we so are. we will. Uh, let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble. Okay. That mm-hmm. ending, the, the the real ending, has a lot of people upset. Has a lot of people that are like, "No, that makes sense." I think we d- discussed it a little bit on the show so far, but overall, good or bad, bringing in Ronda Rousey, bad like. You think yeah. just totally bad? It was it was a shitty thing to do because, yeah, I mean, yeah, you get the extra press and stuff like that after the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you get, you know, you got that. You had somebody who would basically like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be there um, for Royal Rumble because I'm far away. So now you make mm-hmm. that person look like a fucking liar. Yeah. Um, you make the announcement that they're now a full-time WWE superstar. Yeah. And they signed a contract, but, and then you hype it on raw and SmackDown and they don't show up. Yes. Yeah. So what was the real benefit besides saying, Oh, Hey, we got Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And her just pointing at shit. Yeah. That was basically it. <laughs> yeah. She comes out, points at stuff, shakes, shakes Steph's hand, tries to shake Oscar's hand. Oscar said, I'm having none of this shit, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fair play. Um, I think the only re and this sounds kind of cynical and it sounds kind of bad. I think the reason why it was maybe a smart move to bring in Ronda after the rumble, people are going to be more likely to remember it now, which mm-hmm. sounds really bad. Mm. But, but here's the thing in six months, if we ask who came in second in the women's Royal rumble, people are going to be like, uh, uh uh, we won't remember. Hell, we won't remember. Mm-hmm. We do this as a weekly show. We fucking definitely won't remember who came yeah. in second. You know, it's Nikki Bella, but mm-hmm. we won't remember then because yeah. we that's not the thing we're going to remember. We're going to remember Asuka smacking away Ronda Rousey's hand. Yeah. Right. The same thing with bringing in Mike Tyson. People were like, mm-hmm. oh, this rivalry between, you know, HBK and uh, Stone Cold is getting crazy. Then they brought in Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Then both of them looked like mega stars because they pick a fist fight with Mike Tyson. I I think it's going to work that same way. The only thing I don't like about the whole thing so far, because I even don't mind them keeping Ronda out of the picture for a while. Mm. Um, or have her like Skype in. You know, have her like kind of the same way Shinsuke made his debut against Sami Zayn. Yeah. Where William Regal's like, by the way, your competitor is, and then it shows a live feed of Shinsuke, and you're like, holy shit. Um, the only thing that I think is really taking away from the Ronda Rousey thing is she's just real happy to be there. Yeah. She's just so happy to be. She's big smiles and hey everyone, oh I 
look at all the people. Woo. Mm-hmm. That's not Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey that people pay money to see is the stone jaw. I have like a thousand yards stare in my eye. And if you get in my way, I will murder you. That's mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. And that's who you want to bring into WWE. You mm-hmm. can have Oscar look like a hot shot. And then Ronda comes out, looks at her and like pushes her over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you want to fight somebody? Let's fucking fight. And then, oh, God, no, no, break them up, break them up, please. Like, bring in that Ronda Rousey. One, it gets to hide the fact that she's green as a whistle um, mm-hmm. because she gets to go on default mode. Like, she knows how to fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, she knows how to hype up a fight. She's done it her whole fucking career. Yeah. So let mm-hmm. her do that. Like, let take the reins off of her a little bit. I mean, it worked with Brock. They make Brock look like a monster and always have. Mm-hmm. Do that same thing for Ronda Rousey, but if she's coming out and shaking hands with people, hey, it's so good to see you all. Hey, you know, it's like parade waving. Yeah. Right. And you're like, come on, Ronda. Like, come out there and, like, do the fucking elbow that Brock Lesnar did to Randy Orton and, like, draw blood <laughs> and be like, like, put it on your face and be like, ah, I'm crazy. And then, like, <laughs> that's, that's your game. And you're like, holy shit, Ronda Rousey's going to kill some people. And then there's, <laughs> there's your, like, you better get her. You know, someone better, like, get her. Like, it'll be like a Goldberg entrance. They have security guards yeah. around Ronda to, mm-hmm. like, protect everyone from Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Um, make her look like an assassin. But now she's, like, G golly shucks, leave it to beaver, G willikers. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, very bizarre. I mean, that, un- until her first match, at least. Yeah. Because that, that'll be the most telling. I mean... I don't think that having her go main roster right away was a good move. Yeah. Uh, I would have started her in NXT and, and such and had her do her do her time there. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just like one, you know, one feud or whatever, have her, you know, have her and Baszler, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, work, work, an, work an angle with each other and, um, you know, go from there. It's like, oh, okay, well, you know, we now know what kind of monster we've brought in. Yeah. We know what talent we have. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, have her kind of literally run the ropes a little bit. mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of get, cause the whole athletic part of it, it's not going to be a problem. Like she, she'll nail that part. It's just, yeah. And you'll even hear this from NFL players. You'll hear this from a lot of people. They'll go into like a tough enough audition. They drop out second day. Yeah. They're like, Nope. They're like, this is a whole different animal because there's a big difference between being like UFC ready and being wrestling ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because just even the way you do your workouts is different. Uh, your cardio has to be way more with WWE. Mm-hmm. Way, like a scary amount of cardio. Unless because, you want to look like a No Way Jose. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Either that or you'll basically get winded all the time. Mm-hmm. Because you're constantly flatbacking. Yeah. Like you're constantly taking these bumps that knock the air out of you. Mm-hmm. So like at UFC, you don't really have that. You might get a few blows. You might be in the, you know, in the grind, maybe a triangle hold, something like that. Yeah. Like someone's on top and they're ground and pounding. But you, you have some moves and you can kind of slither out and do some other stuff. But with WWE, you have to take those hits. That's the whole gimmick is like you have to go off a turnbuckle and hit the ground and then get in an arm bar. And there's a pacing that has to happen and yeah. you have to be mm-hmm. in crazy good shape 
crazy good shape. Like even guys like Mark Henry, I guarantee you Mark Henry's heart is stronger than a horse. Like yeah. that guy, it's like sumo wrestlers. Sumo wrestlers are an outstanding physical condition. They don't look like it. And you're like, those guys are just big fat guys trying to hit each other. But then you see their blood work comes back perfect. They have like no bad cholesterol. Like, but that's just the build that they need to do that work. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, they could outlast people running marathons. You know what I mean? Um, It's just a different type of physical conditioning. Um, And I don't know if we'll see if Rhonda's ready for that. Like, will this be a minute long squash match that she'll Mm do? Um, kind of the same way they protected Goldberg. It's like, just come in the first two times and squash people. You don't got to be only two minutes. We know you're going to gas out. Then you can work your way up to WrestleMania where you fight for about 15 minutes and then you're good. And and, and that's, yeah. that's one reason why I think that they'll probably go with the tag match angle, the mixed tag. Yeah. Cause it gives her time to catch her breath and everything like that. Yeah. You know? Less time to, yeah. Rest holds. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to reach in. Please tag my arm. Oh, well, no, you missed. Yep. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. go on for 45 minutes and you only wrestle seven of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's totally fair. And, of course, if it's a big draw, they're going to – Trips is going to find a way to put him and his wife in there. Um, oh, of so course. Uh, but, hey, you know what? If I owned a company like that, I'd probably fucking be on we'll the, the same thing. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah. I, it would be – if I had WWE Magazine, it would be my face every single month. Every <laughs> single – it'd see, just be me in different poses. Like, see, in, in like the – Spider-Man hit on the lower <laughs> part of the comic book. <laughs> right. Just my branding seal of approval. Yeah. Like, yeah. See, and I, I think that's that's where I differ because if if I was in that kind of position – I would like, yeah, you make make the little appearance, you know, so people know you, but you're like, hey, listen, hi. These are the guys you're here to see. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, it's just the way it is. If, if I'm going to run the book, if I'm or whatnot, yeah. that's all I want to do. I don't want to oh, be there right. and, and yeah, yeah. be like, uh, oh, well, I'm running the book, but I'm also running matches. But I'm know? also, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the boys and I'm going to, yeah. yeah. Uh, see, and I think, yeah, I think the Triple H character would be way more effective. Like now I would love to see that triple H CM Punk angle. They were trying mm-hmm. to do back in the day. Yeah. I would love to see it now because this is like prime ripe storytelling for it because triple H is, uh, does have that cockiness of like, Oh, well, I run this business, so you can't yeah. tell me what to do. And then you would have someone like CM Punk be like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. And then you start building up that rivalry again. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I would I would say Triple H is the most effective if he would wrestle once every like two years, and he would come out as like number thirty in the Rumble mm-hmm. or something like a huge surprise. You don't expect it because the guy never wrestles anymore. He's doing all the stuff on the books. He's still in great shape, but you know he just doesn't wrestle anymore. We just yeah. make peace with that. But then you're like, okay, who's going to be up against like Brock Lesnar or who's going to be up against John Cena? John Cena's retirement match. Oh, I, you know, whoever wants to fight me, I'd love to fight anybody. And then Triple H's music hits. It's time it's to play first. the game. And then you're like, whoa, the fucking boss is going to retire John Cena. Holy <laughs> shit. Like, you know, then now it becomes a new thing. But yeah, if he's in every pay-per-view, if he's yeah. in every Monday Night Raw, like, who cares? Like, it's yeah. not mm-hmm. fun to see anymore. No. Um, but yeah, like I think bringing in Ronda's a good idea because I think it could bring legitimacy, even more legitimacy to the women's division. Mm-hmm. Like it'll make it more expansive. 
different types. Yeah, more stacked. Different types of athletes will want to join the company. Like, oh, if they got Ronda Rousey, like, what's to say if Holly Holm doesn't have two bad fights in UFC? If she's like, Ronda's making how much money? Let me let me dabble in that WWE. But but I mean, even even though that's the case, like, there's so many good women, you know, female talent that are being overlooked because of of shit like this. I mean, I would have loved to see Tony Storm, you know? Yeah. I would have loved to see her have a contract. I would have loved to see uh, uh, Viper or Piper Niven um, with a contract. And it's just not happening. Now they're in, you know, they're they're working the circuit. They're doing stardom, um, you know, and all the other stuff. You know, hell, even, you know, take somebody like Mercedes Martinez, right? Mm -hmm. She's been in the business for so goddamn long. She's put her time and yeah, she was in the Mae Young classic and, and so on and so forth. But even if you brought her in as like a, like a trainer for the performance center yeah, or something like that, I mean, there's so many different avenues and they're neglecting it. They're neglecting all they can because right now, first off, we're on let's raid TNA mode. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, there's Um, that. And let's get the UFC fighters that aren't doing UFC anymore. Yeah. And I mean, potentially since that foundation's already getting laid and they're talking about, well, we're going to make history every month. And this time it's the very first women's triple handicap on a pole retirement (laughs) match. We're making history. Like, they're starting just to use that gimmick over and over. Like, yeah. oh, now here's a new never thing. Like, it the doesn't mean anything. first ever women's after. feast or fired match. Yeah, <laughs> the first women's casket match. And you're like, great. No. Like, awesome. Um, but, <laughs> but, what <this> will, <laughs> but what this will do, I'm hoping if this expands out the division and they bring mm-hmm. in more women, what's to say that they're like, you know what? Here's making history in all women's pay-per-view. Suck yeah. it. Not a single <laughs> dude on that whole roster is allowed on this show. But now you have that star power. You have the top end. You have your mid-carters. You have that bottom end of the new people coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This could be where that's headed, and I hope so. I hope they're leveraging Ronda's star power to bring in more star power around the world. Like, yeah, that's what I think ev- that's happening. You know, everybody come into like NXT, a developmental deal. Um, you know, let's do, let's make the women's division, not even a division, but like, what if the women had their own 205 Live? What if the women had their own NXT? What if the women had their own show? Mm -hmm. Period. Like, totally. Like, get that, get that roster 80 people deep, please. Like, uh, hire as many amazing women's wrestlers as you can find. Get them all. One thing, and this touches on the women's rumble. Mm -hmm. I mean... You take out the champions and there was only 16 women. I mean, well, seven, 17 women that were between the two rosters. And you had like, to call on the amazing technical prowess of Kelly Kelly mm-hmm. to really to really just mm, just that. That was great to me because it showed. Thank God we're not in the bra and panties era anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> man, because. She was not, but then, good. but then we, you know, we also, <laughs> but we also got Lita, and I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. and that was, yeah, I mean, yeah. that was nice. That was great. That was and, terrific, and it was uh, good to have that moment of Trish and Mickey James, and, yeah. and like, yeah. it was, it was great whenever everyone in the crowd saw what was happening, and then it became a standing ovation. Like, 
Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And like I, I marked out double because like what two, three weeks ago I was at the house show and got to like shake hands with Mickey James and hey, how are you? Good. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So like really, really awesome, right? And she's the sweetest mm-hmm. girl in the world. So like you know, hanging out and all that Hardcore stuff. Country. And, yeah, absolutely. And it was great. And she had like the crazy pigtail thing that she had at the Rumble, and so it was like they were prepping for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but yeah, and then seeing her get that moment at a huge pay per view, and I was like, oh, good. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that the, the whole bringing in Ronda and kind of reframing the women's division. Mm-hmm. I, I, what my real hope is, is there's not even really a classification of the women's division anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that Ronda or hell Oscar or Bailey, or, you know, you have help people like Liv Morgan shit. Why mm-hmm. not? Like Liv Morgan's going to main event raw. Not because we're making history, but because shit, she's in the best feud on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I hope ends up happening. Honest to God, and USA will never let it happen. I was hoping this mixed tag match was kind of like seeing if, like, what about, what about intergender matches? Yeah. What about? I mean, we got Candice LeRae now. Mm-hmm. And she's a master at them, man. She's great mm-hmm. at the intergender matches. And I would and, love to see and it. And when they were hyping her up, they kept on talking about the matches she's had with Kevin Owens and this one and that mm-hmm. one. Like, and just saying, naming man. people on the roster she's worked against that's, that's like, guys. How badass would it be? Let's say Finn Balor has the belt and says, there's no man back there that could beat me. I got my belt. And then Oscar's music hits and she's like, you're absolutely right. There's not a man back there that could beat you. I'm going to take your ass out, kid. Like, oh, my God. The bat, right? You see that match and you're like, oh, this is heaven. Genius. I just, right? I just want a lights out balls plex. That's all I want. Yeah. Just <laughs> right. lights go out and come back on. You hear balls plex. And just fucking <laughs> this array just fucking hitting somebody with it. One the uh, one the guy. I would love to see her do it with somebody like you would never expect would she could. And just like kind of sell her as like she's this fucking freak of strength. Oh, like, yeah. You're with the like brawn. Like <laughs> just, hits broad with a balls plex. Oh, and that'd it's be incredible. Yes. The first one she has to do has to be Johnny Gargano, though. It has to. Like, yeah. it just has to be. Why not? Well, the Why first not? one would have to be Ciampa. Yeah. second would be Gargano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he starts sassing, like, good job, babe. And she's like, shut up. I mean, I know we, we, we touched on, well, we talked about TakeOver. But we didn't talk about the attack afterwards. The, the mm-hmm. butterfly effect that happened with Ciampa mm. hitting Gargano and then mm-hmm. on the other oh. side of the world, um, Coda and uh, Kenny ended up reuniting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful uh-huh. butterfly effect, don't oh, you think? wonderful. <laughs> so good. Oh, that reuniting thing was fantastic. Oh, like, mm-hmm. the way they handled it. And then, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the newest episode of Being the Elite yeah. on YouTube. That, yeah, yeah, the yeah. ending was awesome. Um mm-hmm. I like I like how Kota's in his hoodie. He's just yeah. like, "What's up, guys? What's going guys on? Doing, I'm doing, here. Yeah, doing cool. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Come on in, sir. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, it gave me the feels. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah. it was it was one of those moments where you're just like, oh, sh- oh shit! Like, first off, they're going with this, and yeah. now they're playing with my emotions. Like, why are they doing this? Yeah. So and like, what funny. a what it's gonna be great because you know Kota's doing his own thing. You know, mm-hmm. Golden Star, all that stuff. So then. You have you know Kenny, and now there's going to be this pulling of like who, who does he want to go? You know, mm-hmm. I hope this is the build up for K 
Kenny and Kota's Wrestle Kingdom match next year. I'm hoping beyond hope that like, you betrayed me, you are my best friend. And then they have this big giant rivalry and they need that one last match. That one payoff match. And Mm -hmm. shit, that could that didn't even need to be for a belt and it could main event Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. because that's two of arguably the two biggest Japanese superstars on earth. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is, and yeah. just to pay that off, um, yeah. and then that way because I it wasn't Kenny's contract up next year. Yep, mm-hmm. sometime January. There you go. I mean, it could happen, and it sets everything in motion for uh, you know the rest of well the other contracts that are going to expire later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks, uh, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what's going on with Skrull, but I think that, you know, if given an opportunity, he would, you know, he would make the jump. Oh, uh, yeah. Though I wouldn't put him on 205 Live. Oh, because fuck him no. and Well, I mean, I think he could do good work there. Mm-hmm. Don't get he's me wrong. He's too big for it, I think. No, he's he's in that weight limit, that ridiculous 205 Not pound weight-wise, over-wise. Well, no, see, that's what they want, though. They want well, people that are over so they get more eyes on the product. The, the yeah. roster. But the only problem I'm seeing is the legitimate heat he has with their new general manager. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, him, him, and, him and Spud. I mean, Drake Maverick. <laughs> what a name. What a, what a 1980s uh, action movie name. I love it. Drake Maverick. I love they, it. Uh, they have heat dating back to uh, TNA's British boot camp. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, you know, Spud ended up getting a contract. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, a lot of that had to do with the heat between the two. Hmm. <laughs> so. Interesting. Yeah. See, someone they need to utilize more. Because I, I want them to start signing more of those bigger names onto like NXT and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone I need to see do some more wrestling, man, is Trent Seven. Get his yes. ass on NXT, please. Weekly. Every week. Yeah. Because, I mean, Pete Dunne's got the crazy rub. Tyler Bate, of course, because that guy's a... He's a dynamo. Mm-hmm. That guy's a supernova. He's 19. Mm-hmm. For God's sake, he can't even drink legally. And he's doing like match of the year shit. At least so, not here. He could go to Canada. Well, yeah, that's true. Fair play. <laughs> um, but but then yeah, like Trent Seven. Ever since I saw that Eugene Nagata Trent Seven match, I was like, this is yeah. perfect. Like anyone that can work with Nagata that well that I've never heard of before that day. Yeah, mm-hmm. this guy deserves the world. Like, <laughs> just I mean, I, I would, I would as far as. Say that I would love to see WWE utilize British Strong Style in general as a as a group. Oh, faction! Mm-hmm. Can you imagine British Strong Style versus Finn and the Good Brothers? Like, absolutely, yeah. bring that I, in. Yeah, War Machine, and I mean, and if and if you need to to add a little extra layer in that, have Regal be their manager. Yeah. Ooh, hmm. that would be great. Because mm-hmm. not only is it like a general manager thing, but it's also, uh, you know, I'm the GM of, of NXT, but I'm also British. And these mm-hmm. are my guys. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is hometown turf. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> then, like it. Just have him have the uh, the sad, or not the sad face, but the William Regal upset face all the time. Like <laughs> the, the pouty <laughs> mouth like that. Oh, it's so good. 
Uh, they start coming uh, out. Regal starts coming out with them. The music changes like instantly, and he's just <laughs> like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so Jack Gallagher was hyping something on Twitter. I can't oh. remember what it was, but mm. he was hyping something about big changes were happening and that the effects would be very regal. And like mm. the way he's like name dropping stuff, and I was like, "Something mm. about to happen. Something oh. about to." Happen on two hundred five live or uh, mm. what's going on? I here? mean, I I hope what it means is that uh, they're demoting him to NXT so he can actually do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he's such a good talent and yeah. like a good hand. I but I see him having one of those deals that uh, what's his face from Vaude Villains, uh, the sing oh. like oh, in, oh, in, in English, English. Yeah. yeah, in, in English. English, like how he's now the Rusev Day announcer. Oh, the like, high man. Yeah, which is hilarious. I love it. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. and then your Rusev, yep. Rusev Day, and then Rusev's like, like he spat <laughs> Rusev. Day. Like, he, I was like, that. Who knew that head bobbing could be a gimmick? Like, just mm-hmm. doing that. That's your whole shtick. Yeah, just makes me laugh. <laughs> oh my goodness! But wrestling, as always, pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty just way stuff. too much in a weekend. I'm just saying. Oh, like, yeah. Still yeah. real to me. Yeah. <laughs> Still I mean, real to me, damn it. Argu- arguably, <laughs> just between the WWE stuff, it was like 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you factor in New Japan, and those were between the two shows, I want to say like uh, like nine hours. So mm-hmm. it was like 21 oh, hours of wrestling God. in a weekend. And it just. Golly. And. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm the idiot that's like, oh, I'm going to keep up with all of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Now, oh, I will say I'm happy that WWE is only doing one pay-per-view a month, except for in May, they're doing two mm-hmm. because it's a five-week month. But yep. other than that, I mean, it gives them time to build their stories properly as opposed to this rushed bullshit we had last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's going to be less fatigue on 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 people. Um, mm-hmm. and yes, I'm being selfish here. It's going to be less fatigue on me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, talent, and yeah. I mean, they'll have time to rest. I mean, yes. they'll still be working their shows like for the talent. It's, there's no, not a huge difference except for, oh, now we don't have like, just need the big talent on this Sunday every month. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like we can have like the Ascension work matches on a Sunday. We can have exactly. Brizango do matches on a Sunday. I mean, mm-hmm. there's our yeah. headline for WrestleMania: Brizango versus the Ascension. <laughs> I, I, I dig it. Hey, I would too. Shit, they probably tear the house down. I mean, mm-hmm. I would. I, I, I've been saying for a while the Ascension. They need to do something good with the Ascension. Because mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah, those guys are fantastic. Yeah, and I mean they've been they're completely and totally buried now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, you got the Bludgeon Brothers and they, you know, which I'm kind of liking a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, I'm a, I'm a fucking um, Luke Harper mark. So, I mean, there's that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a great talent. But yeah, I mean, just fucking do something with these. Put them on Raw, have them feud with people. Yeah. I mean, reinvent them if you have to have them come out like the fucking um uh southpaw stuff where they're the, <laughs> oh yeah 
the, the <laughs> top guns. I mean, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, at, at the house. The yeah, before they before they started the house show, or it was like intermission or something at the house show, they showed some footage of a behind-the-scenes thing, and I don't know what like show it was on. Mm-hmm. But it was basically Brizango and the Ascension, but they did each other's yep. like intros or whatever. Yep. So they dressed oh. as each amazing. other. Yeah, that was hilarious. Because, you know, you have the Ascension dressing as Brizongo with the selfie stick and stuff and like kissing at it with her big giant beards and like <laughs> it was genius. So good. I was like, yep. please do that. Just like mm-hmm. what what would happen? Uh they need to do like a really dumb story to where they drink like a magical potion or something. Mm-hmm. And like and now they the think Friday. Yeah, exactly. Like yes, where they did the Matt Hardy woken stuff, the the river or the pond of like memories and then like Shane Helms reincarnation. Yeah, then Shane Helms comes out as the hurricane. Like they need that to get people like the Ascension to like dress up like the Easter bunny or <laughs> who cares, right? Just get them on TV. Like mm-hmm. Who cares about like taking them seriously as badasses? Because like they're not on TV anyway. So yeah. I'd rather get paid and be on television rather than I mean, just sitting around and catering. That's one of the reasons why I I, I feel they got uh, used as much in the fashion file stuff was because otherwise they're just there. People mm-hmm. forget they're there, you know. And yeah, I mean Ty Dillinger became part of it for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, WrestleMania uh, main event will be Pete Rose and the Chicken Outfit versus uh, <laughs> the Gobbledygooker. Against Mayor Kane. <laughs> Mayor <laughs> Kane. <laughs> Ric Flair, Colonel Sanders. Oh, oh so good. Right. Whenever he came out as the official one, I like stood up in my seat and I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Because um, I just remembered his Southpaw promos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the crispity, woo! woo. <laughs> Try our brand new, woo! Nashville, woo! <laughs> and spicy chicken. They Ric couldn't Flair. afford Ric Flair, but they got me. <laughs> yeah. I need to rewatch that whole thing again. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> guys, that is our time. Almost the two-hour mark. We're two minutes away from two hours. Two-hour show. Good old podcast. We made up for lost time. Uh, yep. Consider it a gift. Uh, it's February right now. A gift of February. A two-hour podcast. Valentine's uh, gift. That's right. <laughs> that's absolutely right. But hey, next episode, episode 50, I think we will have that uh, specific podcast announcement. Nice. That's all I'm saying. That it, might I be... Uh, we open up that show. I think that's a good little anniversary present. Yeah. You know, who knows? Best way to celebrate 50. That's right. Besides that and like Jaeger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that's our time. I am. I'm just mix it with cream soda. It's better. Um, I'm Wes Gardner. <laughs> we got, we got, we got Todd EBF. We got Moriarty and we got Marco Flores. This has been brothering around. And we will see you guys very soon. Next episode, number 50. Be here. Big announcements. Big plays. Million dollars. All that good stuff. <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Like the, the, the Titans. Yeah. Making moves, making moves. Making... You, made, you made me think of Smash TV. Like, big money. Big <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> that's so, that's like a perfect. VCRs. 
Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> All those toasters and shit. <laughs> that, hey, you never know with us. You never know. That is very true. But we're going to see you guys next time here on Brother and Around. Until then, peace.